That's how we're starting this, kids. Jason Dick. Hello. Hello. Is it happening already? It's oh happening God. already. It's happening already. Oh. But before we get into it, ready? my dear friend, someone I just, I just harass on Instagram. All the time. All the time. Text. Blow up. She's like, finally. But yes, I'll do it. For God's sakes. Well, I was in the car, bored, and I figured I should probably listen to one of your podcasts. Oh, and shit. You never, I never recommend that. Well, I listened to Katarina's. Oh, poor Katarina. Oh. Poor Katarina. <laughs> did, you, did you see her on it and go, you know what? I prayed for you. I, I just felt bad. Well, I haven't seen her yet. I thought maybe in the gym this week, but I think they're traveling. Oh, I think they are traveling again. She told me she was going to uh, hook me up with, um, with one of uh, Juanita's classes. Well, I hooked you up with the Alpha Brain for both of us. I know. So, so we got Alpha Brain. So guys, this is my dear friend Sybil. Uh, she goes by uh, Yoga on yeah, uh, <laughs> on uh, Instagram, correct? Yes. Where else can people find you on the on the social medias? Ah, uh, that's really the only thing I'm active on. Okay. Fancy boots today. You let your friendster fall by the wayside. You don't want you don't want to update that anymore. So. Golly, she doesn't. She looked at me. She's never heard of Friendster. <laughs> no, what? God damn. God damn, I'm old. So this family movie, I really want you guys. So we're watching Tiptoes, kids, and we're right in the opening scene. Kate Beckinsale is painting. Matthew McConaughey is her her boyfriend, fiance, lover, man of extraordinary talents. He's late for a business meeting. Now this is what's the fascinating part of this movie. This is a this is a movie that Gary Oldman said was one of his greatest mistakes and was edited into insanity. <laughs> and. In this family love movie that that takes a broad range of emotions, it really does. As the painting behind her covers all spectrums of color, however, I think this is a moment that if Kate were to uh, do a movie again, she'd probably say, "You know what? I don't think I want to open a movie up with getting rejected, trying to give Matthew McConaughey a blowjob." <laughs> well, that's what's happening here. I always like to look over at Jason Dick's face when I when I surprise him with movies. Well, I was like, "What's what's about?" Well, to I happen? mean, there's a lot of All pink right. and red and white going on behind her head, and it's just yep. Look, he's just smiling, and she's like, "Hey there." She's got a great arm tattoo. She's the artist. He's the and by the way, he's presented as a, as a businessman here. You find out later that this is the set of a porn. That this is yeah. <laughs> I agree. You're setting us up. Uh, and and by the way, this is her stage name. I'm not trying to be offensive, but porn star Bridget the Midget is in this film. Oh, okay, good. She's not highlighted on the IMDb with this, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> but he trained in this fancy outfit. He trains firefighters. That's his job. Oh, she's a uh, an artist trying to make her way in the world, and he's a. Uh, He's a fancy firefighter trainer. And what we're going to find out is that Mr. McConaughey, there's on the left is Gary Oldman pretending to be a, a little person or a dwarf, and a French Peter Dinklage. Wow. Not, French. Not a good French accent. I'm not going to lie to you. Not, <laughs> good, not good. He's a, he's a hard partying, gun carrying. 
nice. French little person nice. who likes to ride Harleys so, and pick up ladies at bus stops. That's very interesting. <laughs> when, when, I wonder when, where they got the concept for that character. Like, does this person actually exist out there? And if so, I want to meet them. I mean, you kind of want to meet him. I believe this character really paved the way for him to get uh, or, or land in, if you will, uh, his starring role in that in that dragon show, Game of Thrones. This was way before they started doing oh, no, but I, Oh, 100% was. it was. When was this? That's what I was going to ask. 2003. 2003, when the M word was still used on the big screen. And, by the way, Peter Dinklage's girlfriend in this film, who he's going to pick up right now, Patricia Arquette. She's really into his really? handlebar mustache. She's really into his handlebar mustache. She's got, she's, first of all. She, she looks like she left Burning Man recently. What is this outfit? <laughs> it's great. I like the, don't the tell me you're not. The braids and look, the boots. And this angle makes it look like she has, only has one arm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you were the most fun person at Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> just, hey. Oh, you don't like the gold jacket, the gold lemay jacket? Oh, I said it just reminds me of Burning Man. Yeah. You would see someone running around in underwear and just that jacket and pasties and those boots with braids, like 100% Burning Man. Or Katarina's apartment on a or, Tuesday. Or Misha's <laughs> birthday party tomorrow. Or Misha's birthday party tomorrow, exactly. So here's McConaughey, he's coming to see his family. He's at a little person convention. This year, the little person's convention or dwarf convention is, um, is in San Francisco. Years past, when I lived there, it was in Portland, Oregon. Hmm. And they would host it there. Uh, and then, I don't know, I can't remember. Where in this, town would they have it? They would have it out by the airport. Uh, there's a there's a big uh, there's a big place out there. Okay. Sounds weird to say. What's his, what, the, the comedian, Jason Dick, you're really good with famous uh, people. You're a really famous comedian. That's David Allen Greer. One of, one of uh, a person in your in your circle of, of world famous comedians. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. But have you seen David Allen Greer recently, though? He's, oh. he's, he's got a network TV show again. He got old and fat and gray. Uh, not that I'm the one to judge on any of those. I'm not that gray yet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just like, I'm like, uh, uh, Dag, look, where did you, uh, maybe he did it for the role. But yeah, he's uh, he's very old man looking now. He's old Still man hilarious. I love, I love David Allen Greer. He's very funny. Now, have you done Burning Man? I haven't. I've just heard lots of, lots and lots of accounts of what happens there. And it, I like... The whole container of that environment intrigues me. Intrigues you? But you, Burning Man 2, Little Burning Man, that's always burning, you do like the desert in in Arizona. Yes. It's kind of like Burning Man 2. They just live it 24-7. They're not as crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think think everything else in Arizona is is one meth pipe away from just exploding. (laughs) But Sedona seems really nice. Well, it's a beautiful Canyon. epicenter with all of this energy that's con- concentrated there. Like it's just—it's a beautiful area. When was the last time uh, you went to uh, to the Arizona? Uh, after um, the People's Open in Scottsdale last. Was the February. last time we, t- we chatted about that? Yeah. So you you've been and you do you go back there once twice a year? How often do you try to go back? Maybe once a year. Once a year, nice. I like that. Uh, in Tulum the, was pretty great for that too. Tulum was? Yeah. Yeah. What made that great? Talk to us. By the way, folks, world traveler over here. <laughs> she uh and and what you're gonna find is where Jason Dick and I are lacking an understanding, real emotion, and and the energies of the universe, 
This yoga symbol over here. I she, mean, uh, just went and did sweat lodge last Saturday, so all the things. When was the last time you did sweat lodge, Jay? Um, I don't know. Like in my car, sometimes in <laughs> August, it's it's it pretty musty in there. I don't even. Uh, that's, that's the best I can. Yeah, yes. you have all the dirt and steam flying around yeah. in there. And what is in August for sure? What is sweat lodge? I don't know that. Um, the one that we go to that I just went to this past weekend is in the Native American Lakota practice, and so you do prayer ties and you. Um, offer offerings and prayers to the spirits and the ancestors and then you have a in the center of this dome that's covered in mats and pelts they have a hole dug out and they bring in lava stones that have been heating on the fire for about an hour and a half and you close the door and they sing prayers and songs and lots of steam and dust. It's really, really beautiful. I know. My goodness. I know some of the songs. Shut the door, keep out the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how dare you? Don't... About no. halfway through, there are four rounds in the practice that these uh, that this group does. And you're just ready for that flap to open. And you're breathing through it. You're like, okay, I got this. What's So what's the temperature like in there? I mean... It makes the hot sauna on it seem like child's play i can do the hot sauna for 20 minutes which is about how long my iphone lasts in there and then it gets the, <laughs> let's put it on the ground and then it's, it's like hey i'm done keep the phone on the ground keep the phone on the ground yeah. that, that's what works mm -hmm. i by the way i'm a towel i was i was gonna say jason and i think you saw my post you liked it i feel for you now and i i want to <laughs> say i feel bad that for years i i laughed along with this joke of you breaking the toilet <laughs> Yesterday, I've broken two toilets. I've broken two toilets. Don't yeah. worry. Neither of them were, in my opinion, neither one of they them. They weren't sturdy. They weren't obesity related. Okay, it was more clumsy, slippery pudding sort of situation. Alcohol involved. But, oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 See, one of them was just hungover. One of them was drunk. But yeah, they were both. I wonder how many times the toilet at Dirty Bills has been broken from someone being drunk and slipping on it. I, I, mean, I think it's I feel once like a month. this is all the time. I feel like it's, I look at it like, nice is new, that nice where new you toilet. broke your toilet? No. So I, <laughs> I went, I decided I was going to get aggressive. And I'm like, you know what? Man, I've been in Kentucky drinking moonshine, eating lots of food. I'm going to charge my week up. I'm going to go do a spin class. And they yeah, got this spin. half hour spin class that's, that's like, we do the workout of an hour and a half hour. I was like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. She's like, it's just all hills. And it's seated and up, seated and up. We do two minutes of warm up, and then we're on a hill. So crank it up and let's go. And just I want you to struggle. And I'm like, okay. Where do you do this? Oh no, it, it's going to get better. You're going to understand why. But where? Twenty four hour fitness. Okay. So twenty four hour fitness. I cruise in. There's this little Irish lady. She's like, everybody ready? I'm like, yep. She kind of tells me how to set my bike up. McConaughey's half buck naked. I mean, and I looked over this the is, perfect time. I know this is the body that I'm just about to achieve with my spin class. And she's like, yep, you're good. I'm in the back. And I'm pedaling and I'm sitting down. She goes, stand up. And she goes, crank it up. And I crank it. She goes, now sit down. Can you feel it? I'm like, this is awesome. I'm feeling the burn. She goes, let's stand up again. Crank it. Stand up. I turn again. I'm pulling, leaning forward, rocking, just pushing. Handlebars break. <laughs> Jenna and I, I both almost toppled over the front of our bike. Ass over class. tea kettle. Yeah. Ass over tea kettle. Broke out of the stirrups. Broke the stirrups. Broke the handlebars. I have bruising on the inside of both of my legs and the back of my leg. Everyone screams around me. The teacher clicks out and just runs over to me. Click, 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 click. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, uh, I think I'm fine, but I think this bike's broken over here. <laughs> and then everyone, you know, she runs out. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, where are my keys? They fell out of my pocket. I pick my phone up, make sure it's not damaged because that's the most expensive thing. Not my 
45-year-old body. It's the, it's the $1,000 <laughs> iPhone. You need to make sure you wear a helmet next time you go. Oh, you know how many jokes people are like, hey, can I get you a helmet? How'd you break a stationary bike? Did someone hit you? I was like, you sons of bitches. Hey, listen, when you get into it in a spin class, sometimes you just can't help it. Like you I can't. said, Jenna Mays and I had almost simultaneously toppled over the front of our bikes during like a push-up tap bag. See? I don't feel as bad now. My friend Jacqueline, who's like the top instructor for Soul Cycle, she works out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm done with spin. She goes, Jason. I go, when are you coming back to Austin? I, I mean, I took your spin class, the first spin class I ever took in Chicago. Killed it. When are you coming back to Austin? She goes, here are two of my friends. They'll hook you up. Introduce me on Instagram. My favorite place. And uh, yeah, but yeah, broke it. Went back in today. Looked at the bike. Still broken. Just, you know, 24-hour fitness. It's just in the corner. Yeah. Like, like a bastard child. Like, what happened there? Fat below road. No helmet. Ass over tea kettle. <laughs> but they, I love the front desk girl comes out, and no offense to her, but I don't think she's properly trained to pro- assess what's going on with it's me. It's 24 hour fitness. It's 24 hour fitness, right? She's making eight bucks an hour. It's like, in Austin. In Austin. Are you okay? I'm like, I don't think so. Good. And then she just walked away. Bedside manner? <laughs> Bedside manner. The other guy goes, What happened? One of the trainers. Yeah, the, the bike broke on me. He goes, huh, that's weird. They're they're brand new. And I looked at him like, don't worry, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good. Thanks. Be sure to take some push-up lessons from you. you. Yeah, for 100%, the bike costs more than me. Peloton, if you want to uh, send me a bike, that'd be great. Uh, I'll try it. I'll break that too. Don't worry. Probably. You have the whole screen in front of you. And oh. If you get that aggressive into it, I'm just worried. And I just it's gonna break. Then they're gonna be like, "What happened, sir? Nothing." But I'm gonna need a new one for sure. I think I'm taking my spin shoes with me out to San Diego this weekend because my friend has a Peloton. Oh, nice. Yeah. Gotta let me how how it is. They've got a sale going on right now. I've done them before. Uh, Do you a like it? Places that I've stayed in Seattle and in Chicago, I've had them in the gyms at the hotels. Did you like it? Was um, it okay? I mean, it's still a good workout. I'd prefer to go to a spin studio if I had my choice. For the uh, fat, For the lazy people factory. out there, uh, Peloton, <laughs> that's the that's where you're, you're riding the, the bike and there's a video of somebody instructing you along right. the way. Right. Sometimes they're recorded, and it's got a little... sometimes they're live, and it shows oh, you your okay. stats. And... Shows you how you're doing against the rest. If you're not doing well, it will dispense cocaine. Just to get your <laughs> going a little bit better. Uh, <laughs> right. It'll happen. Uh, so, by the way, in the movie, because I, I, I want to ask this question to both of you, we find out that Matthew McConaughey's fiance, girlfriend, love interest, um, re, uh, the man who has rejected her from oral copulation, this woman right there, she might be pregnant. She's like, I'm late. And he's like, haven't we used protection? She's like, yeah, except for the nights when you come home drunk and roll up next to me and want uh-huh. some. So, his fault, 100%, and that's okay. I mean, you don't but, have to give it up, girl. That's right. No means no. No means no. You can say no to even McConaughey, all right? It is. I mean, is, I don't in know. His, in his tiny briefs and his six-pack, eight-pack abs or whatever. Especially now, like, in this film, looking at him now, not maybe a little I don't, what did he easier to reject him. What happened where he his, his, his hair wasn't greasy? Dallas Buyers Club. No, his hair no. stayed permanently greasy after that. But, uh, Jay, in your, in your life, have you ever had a pregnancy scare? I mean, we don't know about the ones that haven't called. They're going to wait till college. <laughs> Dad! Um, yeah, I don't think that I've ever had a real close call. I did one time, like, uh, this was like five years ago or so. I came across an ex in the mall who had who was just walking around with a little red-headed kid, and I was like, fuck. So well, you're doing the math in your head. <laughs> why, why were you in the mall? I mean, uh, first of all... Yeah, I'm not much of I'm not a very mall type person. I must have been there for a professional type uh, thing because yeah, I don't know when I would have ever gone to the mall. Maybe uh, we're going to see a movie at Barton Creek. 
Jay's doing that TCBY promo plug. Actually, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm one of the mall walkers. So you guys do your bits in Peloton, but I just go and just run laps around those old bitches. Come on, Betty, Meredith, you turtle. Hey, Myrtle, the turtle. Speed it up. Well, you know they also have like this sneaker stroller club where they have the moms with the babies and the strollers, and they work out together in the mall like two days a week. That, that terrifies me. But they should. Yeah. But hey, if that's going to keep them all alive, and I then guess. they get to go shopping, Westlake moms. Westlake moms. Westlake. Moms. I love it. Has to be. But she had a yeah. She, she had a redheaded kid. But we had we were together like ten years earlier. And so then I'm quickly looking at this kid. I was like, what the fuck does a 10-year-old look like? I was like, <laughs> Did you Google kid? it? <laughs> like, this, kid, this kid is like six or seven at the most tops, but I don't know. What if his growth was stunted? I, I can't tell. Uh, I, I eventually said hello to her, and she did not say, this is your father. So uh, I appreciate that, even uh, regardless of whatever the truth is. Nice. <laughs> kid turns 18. <laughs> Pregnancy scare? I think every girl has thought that she's had a pregnancy scare. <laughs> even if, even if it's not real? Let's be real. Like, yeah. every girl freaks out at some point in time. But no, no real one. <laughs> Man, we, uh, I was 18. I skipped a year of college to be with this girl who I won't name because God bless her. She's got a family. And she's probably like, this, don't say my name. <laughs> I Not that she listens. I shouldn't assume that anyone that's in my past really listens. But nonetheless, won't name her. Uh, but we had met through church and I mean, three weeks in, we're 18 year olds. I'm taking a year off of college just to hang out with her for a lot of crazy reasons. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're just having sex right and left and right and left. And all of a sudden she's like, Hey, by the way, let's stop at the uh, grocery store and, um, can you pick up a, a pregnancy test? And I was like, no, mm-hmm. like well, only thing worse than buying condoms is pregnancy test. I'll let you know that right now. <laughs> Especially at that age. Oh, just, and in a small town in northwest Montana. Ooh, that's so, going straight to the hair salon and turning into town gossip. Oh, yeah, 100%. So we we, uh, we drove to another town where we didn't really know anybody in Columbia Falls and uh, picked one up and she tried it. And I've never felt so bad yet so joyous when she said it was negative because she was, you know, in Montana at 18. In 1992, it's okay to be pregnant and get married. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like that's like, of course. I mean, I was the weird person who didn't get married till I was almost 40. So I was like, are you sure you're not, you know, it's okay. You like to float around in your comfortable shoes. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, listen, if you like the comforts of another man in your arms, that is fine. Just let the family know. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? No, I like ladies. I brought ladies to events. Haven't married one, so in the book right now, you're gay. I'm like, thanks, guys. First you of all, you just had a lot of really fun beards. Yeah, a lot of really fun beards, and I, <laughs> and I mean, I, my, I remember my um, my stepmother's sister being like, "Just tell the family right now at a drunk at a Christmas party. Just tell the family now that you're gay, so we can all stop making bets of when you're going to come out of the closet." I'm like, "Is it your year? Is this when you're going to win big? Is this your big <laughs> reveal?" How much moonshine was involved? None at this time. I only started getting to moonshine when I got married. Um, my wife is from a holler in Kentucky. He had to drink away all of his gay guilt. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people, some people pray the gay away, and I just just drank it away. The moonshine just killed the gay inside of me. Just. <laughs> but we had that pregnancy scare. Uh, that was it. And then, um, yeah, knowing my age and my wife's age, she's the same age as me. But as soon as we got married, married in Thailand in uh, 
September and in November. You got married in Thailand? Yeah. I, I still not even know. keep learning Is it more legal? about things. Did you get it legalized here? I mean, let's not. Let's, let's not, <laughs> let's not let's, investigate let's, too much about it. Let's, let's not get the attorneys any ammo here, okay? Okay, we're back. So, this is brought to you by Onnit. Thank you for the alpha brain. Uh, yes, we got married in Thailand uh, by a Texas English speaking minister who was there to um, save the islands and bring them back to Christianity. Very interesting guy. So, we got married on the beach there. Uh, and then in November, she was pregnant. And then Congratulations. In, yeah. That was and a good I, one, right? That was a good one. That, well, I mean, what, you know. what percentage of birth control tests, like, do you think are, what, like, a, a positive birth control test, are people celebrate, or are they like, fuck? I think it depends on, A, the number of kids that they already have. Like, if you have six kids, she's yeah. like, I'm pregnant again. You're like, fuck. This kid's going to be named, oops, I did it again. <laughs> you know? Uh, I think past that... I mean, I think there's general joy in the idea of kids until you think about your life. Like, at any point that you think about, like, uh, like fuck, my parents were, no offense to my dad, he wasn't around, my real dad wasn't around much, but my mom was a marrying machine. I mean, she married an Eastern Montana cowboy that kicked the shit out of me all the time. He's like, your hands aren't fast enough. Punch back. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm 10. <laughs> it's 2 a.m. You woke me up. You're drunk. What's going on? Oh. I'm in bed, bro. Like, listen. <laughs> 40 pounds overweight, eating my feelings over here. Can you just well, leave me alone? Just leave out of my eyes, at least. Yeah. Can I kick you in the dick? Oh, really? That's off limits. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that would be like trying to hit a pinata, being woken up in the middle of the night, just like, can't oh. see anything, just hitting things. Just You're throwing, trying to throwing pillows. There's our first scene of uh, Bridget, uh, the midget, the porn star. She's trying to win back Gary Oldman. Now, if you'll notice, by the way, uh, bad casting, making <laughs> Gary Oldman seem like a little person. One, he's walking on his knees throughout the whole movie. And he complained about this, saying that after this happened, you know, they'd go, scene, and then he would stand up and always be taller than the rest of the cast because right. it hurt his knees. But more importantly, uh, little people are um, disproportional yeah, in some of their ways. Right, yeah. And his proportions are perfect except for from the waist down. And when you see him actually sitting down, you can see that they're fake legs. The, the special effects are not very special here. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a problem. It's an indie film, right? So, well, what, in 2003, I don't know if they had indie films, and they just had failures and successes. <laughs> I mean, you before Holly... Saints an indie film now, which was a huge success. Yeah, you could. That's true. Yeah, Was Boondock Saints about the same time? Mm, yeah. When was, when was Donnie Darko as well? Was that back then? Ooh, Seems like that's a good very question. Early, early 2000s. Early 2000s? 2001 or two, Donnie Darko. Jake Gyllenhaal. Before he was dreamy and working out with Lance Armstrong and yeah. uh, and Matthew McConaughey riding bikes together, just doing push ups off each other, right. just being uh, do. Donnie Darko. Donnie was Darko. 01. 01. So before, uh, and also considered at the time a flop, which is now a cult classic. When I looked up great flops, it, ca- it came up as one of the greatest flops. It's now a cult classic. Boondock Saints was ninety nine. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Wow, that's a long time ago. I'd already graduated from college, though, so I was <laughs> 1997. I think the year you were born. You flattered. No, I was born in the 80s. Thanks. You were not born in the 80s. I was definitely born in the 80s. Jason, in all the fights that you've been in, 
Uh, Have you ever fought a little person and lost? <laughs> well, <laughs> hang on, let me go back Depends through my on how long they go for the Rolodex. That's right, fights. your long Rolodex. Uh, oh, wait, no. Someone let that dog off just to bite this big dog. <laughs> uh, I've never been in a fight with a little person, so okay. still undefeated. Still undefeated. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I don't need. I've really never been, been in a fight, honestly. I know, uh, we, we, but I like I like to joke. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They, uh, How many fights have you been in, Jason? Oh, yeah. don't, 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 you have to ask at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. We don't have enough time left now. <laughs> I uh, I grew up uh, with my dad taking me to bars, getting me into bar fights to toughen me up. He thought that was fun. It wasn't, but you know, for him it was. <laughs> he liked watching me get my ass kicked instead of him doing it. He got tired of kicking my ass, so you get me drunk at a bar and then get my ass kicked by someone else. Because in Montana, with 18 or whatever, underage, I think it was 17 at the time, you can go in and your dad can order you a beer. Oh, yeah. 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 So I think you can do that in Texas, right? Can you? I think you yeah, can drink under the supervision of your parents. Yeah, an adult can serve it to you. Um... So my, my daughter can start like, drinking beer with me now. I think so. Uh, well, you know, you're probably going to get some some side eye looks for your daughter who's seven, five. Five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think if you're 13 or 14, your dad, uh, mom or dad, can probably order you a drink and. Still, I'm not gonna. There's gonna be some people who are gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. I think that's more in a sense where you're with the family at a party if someone were to come in and like. Not many parents yeah. are going to be buying. I can't. I can't take him into bottle. Dirty Bills and just be like, "Hey, Leslie, this is Harper. She would like a Cosmo. Uh, she would. <laughs> she really would. <laughs> I mean, she would. My, da- my dad. I remember. I'm trying to remember exactly how old I was, but probably 12 or 13. Uh, my dad trying to take me to the Broken Spoke, legendary yes. Texas honky tonk. And they're like, sorry, sir, we, we can't let you guys in. And my dad's like, this is my son. I'm in charge of his. No problem. I'm his. And they're like, sir, we can't let you in because you're drunk. It wasn't because of me. He, he was the one cock blocking me on getting into the broken spoke. Speaking of awesome, awesome establishments, I think I'm going to head over to Don's Depot tonight. Oh, oh for the cowboy game. Oh, no, I'm going to an art show uh, that's like right around the corner. So I figured, hey, right. Don Stepo. Nice. Yeah. And then Cowboys game. And then Cowboys game. What time is that game, sir? 7.30? 7, a little after 7, 7.20ish, I bet. Have your fantasy lineup set by 7.30 or you're going to be You're going to be in. Uh, by, by luck. My biggest problem with uh, Thursday Night Football, big problem, by the way, I have here, is uh, one, uh, real quick curveball here, folks. Uh, the reason you're not hearing us cracking beers, Jason opened his beer beforehand. Oh, sorry. That's okay, and uh, and Sybil and I are having prosecco. Prosecco. How sophisticated! We're being sophisticated. Hey, I was thinking it's winter, and I wanted some bourbon, but prosecco wins all the time. Prosecco wins all the time. It just does. So uh, seventy four today. Yeah, it's very nice. The cold front has just left, and a hot front has come through. I feel like her tattoo changes every time I see it. uh, Cakes. Um, so, oh yeah, so back, so Thursday Night Football on Amazon, I find this really offensive that they have the ladies doing the, uh, yeah. the thing, but to find them, I have to go to the foreign languages section. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't just, I can't just listen to, uh, Hannah Storm and, uh, I forget the other woman's name. She's been uh, in football. Andrea Kramer. Andrea Kramer, who, who are both well-established journalists. They do an amazing job. 
And if I want to watch it on Amazon, I've got a I've, there's like a four step process I have to do, yeah. and it's next to Japanese and Australian and like there's all this other. I'm like, why is women talking about sports a foreign language, especially two women from Sports Center and one a sideline reporter for over a decade, uh, pr- probably interviewed more professional athletes than the handful of male sports journalists that announce games yeah. on a on a on a Sunday. They're in the foreign language section. Jane Slater will be on tonight since it's a Thursday Cowboys game. And she's based out of Dallas. Is she based out of Dallas? Mm-hmm. Does she do the local broadcast? Is that what you're saying? I don't know who no, Jane Slater is. No, she works nationally doing sideline reporting. Um, will she be the sideline reporter? Uh, I know that she has been there since 5 a.m. today. And they've been there all Are you her friend? Prep. Yeah. Oh, that's... And she does an awesome podcast on Monday nights called Inside the Huddle. And so there's a different Cowboys player that comes every Monday night, House of Blues, where she records and... They do this wow. podcast, so if you're ever in Dallas on a Monday. Jay, well, you work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that drive back. I love my girls that love football. And uh, yeah. Casey Smith up at Barstool that I know from A&M that okay. went through uh, SEC Network and did the Aggie Network and then did some ESPN, and now she's with Barstool after a, a year spent in Boston getting their hour-long sports program up and running last year. Damn. Yeah. So badass sports girls in my life. There are, there's a, there are a lot of uh, badass women out there that actually know sports. Oh, yeah. More than, more than I would say the – I mean, I, know if, I don't know if Stephen A. Smith knows sports or not. I know he knows how to yell. <laughs> and I know that, that, that they know. I, I feel bad for the woman that has to sit in between – you know, and kind of coach through his yelling as he's whoever disagrees with him. Then he's like, "Hold on a second! And you're like, and the, this poor woman's like, "We're trying to do a show here, and you're you seem like a caricature." You have to yelling have the right personality to be around that many men in that industry. The gal who does uh, Monday, the Monday morning, or the the morning, uh, thank God it's football, or Good Morning Football. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's around those guys. She reels them in and I often mean, drops down. I doesn't want to watch a hot girl talk about sports first thing on Monday morning. That's true. That's a good point as well. That's a that's a very good point. Jay, you have a sports podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, any, bring any women on the show? Uh, <laughs> you sexist son of a bitch. <laughs> Don't. How dare you. Uh, so, I was going to say, sometimes Deb is lingering around the studio when we're doing it. She doesn't approve. She doesn't uh, approve? Man, shame on us. Have we never had a, a female guest uh, Dave, take a note. Book a female <laughs> guest. Can tell me about the sports podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it's called Colin, Co- Colin Cowherd is a dumbass podcast. Uh, <laughs> Look at which, that smile. Look at that smile. When I, Can you just get a picture of that smile <laughs> as is the face of your podcast? When I, uh, when I, yeah, when I decided to name it that, like it's been like three years ago now. I just want it was mo- mostly based on how I think that he's just a fucking. A bag of hot air, uh, but uh, I was like, "We'll name our podcast that," and then people will be searching Colin Cowherd on iTunes, and they'll find us on, on accident and be like, "Oh, this is way better." Uh, and it actually happens sometimes if you search Colin Cowherd on the day we put out an episode, we'll be like the ninth different thing down there. Uh, I also thought that we'd make it like two weeks before somebody cease and desisted us, told us that we're not allowed to do that. Nope, 114 episodes in. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> fucking cares. Uh, what are their ratings? We're good. Yeah. Uh, but it's me and the producer of my morning show, Nicholas Hodgson, who's been on this show before. Yep. Uh, what did we do? A football movie? Friday Night Live? Or uh, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and then we, uh, Dave is our producer, and uh, it's a similar vibe to this where we sit around and goof off and, and talk shit, and then, but instead of watching movies and not watch, not topic, talking about them, we talk about sports. <laughs> People get so mad. I get emails like, you know you missed my favorite part. I'm like, first of all, I don't know who the fuck you are. Secondly, I'm sure, I'm 100% sure I missed your favorite part, and uh, that just happens. Uh, we miss parts in this film. Uh, in these films, and I, if you want to, if you let me know like a week in advance, I can, I can send you what my favorite parts are. I'm like, okay. I mean, I did ask if we had an outline. You did, and we don't, um, because the the one thing I don't want to do is I don't want us to feel kind of hamstring to something, especially if we get you know on a, on a fun topic or a fun little little rant, if you will. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to feel beholden to to an outline. That's for sure. Um, by the way, what's the uh, so in, in this we'll go let's you know what for all you complainers out there, guess what? Kate is now confronting Matthew about him having little people in his life, and the first thing she says to him, and he does not like it, is at least the the very least you could have told me you were raised by a bunch of midgets, and he goes, honey, they like to be called dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, fine, dwarfs, whatever. Uh, what is the biggest she thing? She can't judge anyone. That red artist here that she has going on is not working. It's not. Well, the whole thing's not really working for her, especially... And that tattoo? That tattoo keeps changing. The, whoever did their makeup... He also doesn't want head from her. Uh, you know you know uh, how bad... That's just a sign that the how, relationship isn't going to work in how, the long run. How bad your relationship has to be and how bad you have to be at giving head when someone's like, I'm good. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going to go to the job. That I hate. That I work at 40 hours a week in the hot sun where I yell at firemen to put out fires. I, I can have some uh, morning delight or I can go to a job that I hate. Yeah. I'm going to go to the job that I'm I hate. Go to the job that, that relationship is doomed. Doomed from the jump. What is, uh, what's the biggest thing a um, you've caught a man in a lie with or, or the biggest shocker? Where you're like, uh, you probably should have told me that, champ. Ooh. Wait. Hmm. Mm. That's a great question. Maybe come back to me about this. Come back to you about this. I will. I'll use a funny one because, and I would. So, uh, a lie good, that I've caught someone. Not in? even a lie. Like just something you found out. So I was in Portland, Oregon. I I, I meet this girl. <laughs> we're hanging out. She's like, "Let's go on a date." And I was like, "Sure, that's great." So we go on a date, and I'm very cautious in Portland, Oregon. A, per capita, more people have herpes in the city of Portland than any other city in the United States. You think it's because really? it's so cold there a lot of the year, and people just that the herpes just grow, just getting around, <laughs> like you're just trying to stay warm. It's the perfect temperature for growing herpes. It's the perfect herpes temperature. It's like science, get on that. Uh, let's fix Portland. They want the only city that wants global warming to get rid of the herpes is Portland. So we're hanging out, and I, I'm like, you know, I like comedy. We go to a comedy club, and she's like, ha, 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 ha. and she's just kind of laughing. This is you're awful. You're not fun. So I tell her, I, I take her home. I go, yeah, you know, I'm super tired. And I'm just going to go back. She's like, okay. And kind of leans in for a kiss. I'm like, yeah, I got to go. I'm out. And so I instantly go back to my friends, see my friends at this bar called The Bitter End. And uh, we're chatting Great it up. Great name for a bar. Great name for a bar. I uh, founded First Bar in San Diego. That's why it sounds familiar. That's why it sounds familiar. Okay. And so we're up there on uh, Northwest uh, Burnside and 21st or 20th, 20th, drinking, having a good time. And uh, her and her friends come in randomly. She's like, "Hey, I go. Oh, my friend brought me down here. I actually have to. You were going to bed. Yeah, I'm like, I actually have to bartend. She's like, you're drinking. I go, we drink on the job here. And he's like, get back behind the bar. So I get back behind the bar, make him some drinks. They finally leave. He's like, get away from my bar. I'm like, yeah, sorry, bro. 
I only gave away like 20 beers. Don't worry about it. Don't know how to use your till. He's like, thanks, Jay. This is going to work out well for the bar. You're, you're a real friend. So about a week later, she calls and she's like, listen, I really feel like I messed up. Um, can I please take you to dinner? And I said, yes. Watching Peter Dinklage, by the way, roll around in the park making out with Patricia Arquette. It's just so, so, so oh, awkward. Oh, I missed it's it. It's awkward. Oh, it's, awkward it's gotta thing. be like a train wreck. You know, you can't just stop watching You it. can't. So she takes me out to dinner and I'm noticing that when she's they talking. Really should have pulled his pants up higher so he looked more proportionate. Like, I know, a little something, less proportional yeah. or something. Sorry, so, back to you. Yeah, so I noticed that uh, in this, when she's talking, like, she's kind of got a weird way of talking. I'm like, oh, that's okay. She's got a weird way. Who doesn't have a weird way of talking? Like, the way that she put words in sentences? And the way her lips move and everything else. And she's like, listen, I did this trip to Africa. It was really amazing. I'm like, I don't know where this is going. She was, I got bit by a bug and uh, part of my face froze. And so like I have paralysis. Fa face paralysis. And so my, my upper lip doesn't move. And so it's hard for me to laugh. <laughs> Stop. Stop. So took her to a comedy show. I didn't know. Okay, listen. I was just. So you were judging her on her sad laugh, but really it wasn't her fault. It wasn't her fault. It was a bug's fault. So I'm a mature adult. So I go, hold on a second. My, I can't. One second. And I went to the restroom and I called my friend and I said, she has frozen face. He's like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> she got bit by a bug, and half of her face, half of her face doesn't move. What do I do? He's like, you, you, you got to make out with it. <laughs> you have to know. You, ha you have to know. And uh, yeah, it wasn't good. But um, but that was my shocker, right? Because first of all, I think that's an opener. Hey, where are we going? We're going to a comedy thing tonight. Okay. By the way, um, I got bit by a bug, and it's going to look like I'm not enjoying myself, but trust me, I'm laughing on the inside. What are you talking about? I have frozen face. Like, you you, you open with that if you're going to a comedy club. Or if you're trying to, trying to kiss someone, you're just coming at bottom lip. You just, you can't. <laughs> like you have a bad underbite. Yeah, just a really bad underbite, just the bottom lips moving. You're like, what are, you, are you trying to say something? Are you minding something to me with just your bottom lip? What the hell is going on over here? You, 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 you got to let people know. Right? So, hold on. So. But wait, wait, wait. You were out with this girl for a full evening and you didn't really notice. So it can't be that bad. Well, I was, I drink a lot. <laughs> I think we, I think we both what? know that. How dare you? <laughs> I think the last time we hung out, you got in trouble and on it. Because someone's like, Oh, because I went to work out after that, and they called me out. They were like, "You smell you like a distillery. Yeah. You smell I, like a distillery." I texted you a video from my, my little girl Harper saying, "I'm getting my daddy another beer," and she texted me that. I'm sweating on it, dying, walking past trainers who aren't training me, saying, "What? What were you doing earlier? What time you was smell this? like a distillery." I went after like we had an afternoon hangout with Chad that I think started at a lunch. Yeah. Started, it started at 11. Five. So for about six hours, and then I went to the gym. Like, that was going to nice. help offset all of the debauchery that had happened in the afternoon. Well, we went up to Austin Beer Works. Oh, that was the Austin Beer Works day. Yeah. That's and right. uh, then we went from there to Irene's, and then Chad left us. And then in we drank. Typical Chad fashion. Typical Chad fashion. We got, uh, you he talked to me, you talked to me. probably and... to be there anymore, oh, yeah. or like had a commitment that he had to go Called and take couch. care of and then went home. Yeah, call a little joint his couch. Um, uh, a joint you... Chad's couch, that's always a combination. <laughs> it's a good band name. <laughs> uh, 
Hang on, rewind a second. Oh, rewind a second. I'm sorry, I had another joke there. Uh, oh, my bad. Son of a bitch. Uh, the Cosby joke in there. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, the, it's a sad society we can laugh about that. The bug biting her in Africa really messed up her mouth? Yeah. Right. I was ready for the end of the story to be that that was made up and that she just had such advanced mouth herpes that, like, <laughs> <laughs> so the herpes thing that was just a quick aside stories. about Portland. Quick aside of why, yeah, just a quick was, warning about Portland. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh no, Jason, she's never even been to Africa. Don't do it, <laughs> don't man. Do don't it. Don't, don't do it. You're going to get the mouth herpes. Don't get the mouth herpes. Don't. <laughs> Bad news. Oh man, Jay, Portland. what is uh, what's the thing you found out or that a lady has um shocked you with? Uh, this one's pretty good actually because I dated a girl slash we were already doing it for probably three. Did you do it and then start dating, or did you date and start doing it? Good question, Jason. Thank we you. did do it. Like the second time that we hung out, you slut. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about you, sir, not her. If I you. Uh yeah, she was. This What's is, the threshold? Like, when is it appropriate? Uh, well, I think whenever depend- she consents is what I say. Yeah, I, I would I would say that the chemistry of the hug determines how quickly you're going to have sex. It does. It's true. Some hugs are just fire. Some hugs are fire, and you're like, then it's and almost some then, hugs then are it's just al- really friendly. Yeah, and then it's almost a game of like, how long can we keep our clothes on? I'm super curious about this. Or like, does this person feel the same way? Was it just me? <laughs> I'm going to find out when the police come to my house and go, you need to stop dropping off your underpants there. What? What are you talking about? I thought he liked it. Here, hug me. I'll show you what it was like. God, this is great. Fuck. Now I'm going to get stopped. <laughs> uh, she was, this is going to seem creepy, uh, but um, actually happens pretty regularly in my industry, but she was a listener type person who uh, listened to the morning show and then messaged me on Facebook and just wanted to hang out, wanted to, and so after reviewing some of her information, uh, <laughs> information, uh, we, we went to lunch and then that was fun and then the next day like hung out in my house, watched, we, we Netflixed and chilled before there was Netflix. Is that when you had sex? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Good we, work. we hooked up. No, uh, we went and went upstairs. Because um, you have roommates. You can't just... That was... Uh, I think I was Sans roommates at the time. This is oh. like 2010-ish, probably. That means that uh, every surface in the house is fair game. <laughs> yeah. I, I I was trying to show her... I was trying to be a gentleman. And not just <laughs> fuck her on my couch the second day wow. I knew her. Wow! Sir! Uh, <laughs> we have a lady in the room. How dare you? But uh, I... I figured out and it's you know it's funny because she wasn't really trying to hide it so much but had not told me three weeks in i re- i learned that she lived with her boyfriend <laughs> that uh Oof, well that's a problem yeah and i like are you she, into open relationships no nah, well i don't know maybe <laughs> sharing caring i mean how do you um, feel about it but no I, I mean eventually she would explain well first of all i found out just by going through her Facebook profile, like if you click back at enough, which this is the medium she approached me on. <laughs> so it's not like you're stalking, stalking. You're yeah. like, this is fair game. <laughs> like like you, when someone starts following you on Instagram and before you know it, you're like three years deep in their profile and you don't know what happened. <laughs> like, uh, Look at all the changes. 
But the way, you click job. on someone's old roommate's dog, and you're now in a wormhole, and you don't know where you are, how you got there, how to get out. But, but you're like, but you're I like want puppies. Puppies. Ooh. Where did they get that burrito? That looks really good. It's not Chipotle, I hope, because that's the year when people were shitting through a glass door. That is like, not right. What had E. coli then? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they, I, so I guess they were technically broken up or I don't know exactly the, the, but on her, like you could just go back a couple pictures and there were pictures of them, a happy couple in this apartment. And then all of a sudden it was just solo pictures, but both of their profiles, it's like they clearly still lived in that apartment. And, uh, I actually never even asked her about it. I just started talking about it on the air. I was purposely doing it early in the morning before I thought she would wake up. And eventually somebody tipped her off. They're like, hey, I think he's been talking about you having a boyfriend. You have no idea how people tip off. Real, real quick. So, uh, Matthew McConaughey brings some guests Ooh, to, a, to a little person's more party. More crazy hair. She's got, uh, he, he meets Kate there. She's meeting the family. He brought two of his, uh, fire trainees people. And, uh, both women go... Holy shit, this is amazing. Look at all the midgets. And then Kate gets her chance to say, excuse me, they like to be called dwarfs. So she redeems herself. Just a little chance of redemption. She's also got a choker on. She looks like she's in Dominatrix right now. A little bit. I mean, like like, Dominatrix light. Except the tattoo. Yeah. It's it's fifty shades of housewife, right? (laughs) With a shitty tattoo. You think? You're not buying it, are you? I think that just yeah, I don't know. I think I like the dress. Do you like the dress? I do you like, like the dress. Do you like the, the pom-poms on top of her head? See, the hair is not doing it for me. And the She's... choker's a bit much, but... Oh, and it has, like, a big lace thing down the yeah. back. But the <laughs> lace-up, like, deep V in the front, yeah. and the bodycon dress. Yeah, that's really hot. I like it. Okay. Are you, uh... You, you brought it up, so I'll ask you, are you an open relationships person? Or are you a closed... Re- so, I'll, I'll tell you this real quick. Before you answer... I think that that okay. is very, like, situational to the person that you're with. Like, I think relationships can ebb and flow and can change. And it's about communication and where you're both at at that point in time. I like that answer. My One of my dear friends who lives in Los Angeles, uh, he was... He's in a... He was in a... I don't know if they're in a relationship now or not. I don't know. But it was pretty funny because we're talking on the phone and uh, <laughs> we're laughing. And he's like... She has an ex-girlfriend coming to town, and she gets to sleep with her and have a good time. He goes, I don't get to sleep with anyone else. I really feel like this is only an open relationship to her side of the relationship. Well, that's when the communication needs to happen, and you need to talk about what you're both lacking there and decide if it's something that you both want to continue with or if you want to go your separate ways. I agree. All relationships really come down to communication. They do. That's very true. Which, Which, apparently, society doesn't know how to do anymore. They only know how to hide behind fake names on the internet and troll people instead of getting out there and meeting people and having conversation. And just the, you know... It, Even it, picking up the phone just because to call someone out of nowhere, like, it's an art that I miss. I love sending or giving people random voicemails when I know they're not going to answer. Like, my friend Jesse May, I call her my friend. We we text and Instagram quite a bit, but I she had lost her dad recently and I just called her. I was in Kentucky, and I called her, and I go, hey, kid, I'm drinking moonshine. I'm hanging out, just checking on you. Um, I know you're putting on a happy face. You're doing all this good stuff, but hey, love you. Hope you're doing well, and, um, you know, keep keep doing the funny, funny ha-has, and uh, make people Side happy. note, if she needs anybody, I lost my dad a year ago, the week before Thanksgiving, so I know what it's like to be at this time of year, having just lost a oh, parent. I will connect you so, two. I will 100% connect you two. And my friend Elena just lost her dad this past Sunday, and so we've got a community of women that have lost family around this time of year. Her dad had uh, Alzheimer's, and um, to watch her travel back, and then give the honest responses... 
of where she was struggling with the disease, how much it was taking of her father, and the little things she would do. Like, he loved desserts. So no matter what, the nurse is like, oh, I don't think you can take her out. And he's like, I'm taking my dad to fucking ice cream. He's going to die soon. He's got Alzheimer's, but he remembers he loves ice cream. Yeah, We're doing every this. day is a blessing at that point. And oh, yeah. take advantage. And she seems like one of those people that is going to come out on the other side of this very strong and is going to embrace the things that her dad loved and share those with other people around her. I think so. She is uh, she's a very strong, strong, strong young lady. And, but still, uh, I like ice cream, too. You like ice cream, too? <laughs> Uh, you're yeah, yeah no, I Jason Dick and I like ice cream. I think you taste ice cream. <laughs> you're aware of it. You're aware of it. Like I think you like the existence of ice cream. Hey, listen. <laughs> so I made a bunch of cookies that I was going to bring some to y'all, but I left them in on it in exchange for alpha grains. So. I, that's okay. I, Anytime I take sweets up there, it's like a bat signal, and everybody shows up and wants some. Tim. So like, take, I usually don't take sweets to a gym where people are working out, and that's what they want. I like it. Uh, I was, yeah, I'm sure Kennedy's like, I'm sorry, uh, I'll do a thousand push-ups for just one of those cookies. Oh my gosh, the workout that he put together for Juan's 34th birthday a few weeks ago. See that was that just seems like mean. Stupid. I know, it was, was mean. He was talking about it. He's like, yeah, it's his birthday, so we're gonna do this. I'm like, 34 of everything. Oh, Tim. Yeah. He um, when when I did the uh, interview with him. I was just one. I was just so perplexed and blown away. He but has so much personality. It just like so it, it comes out of the walls. Like it's hard to contain him. He's a very dynamic individual. And you want to you you want to do this thing where you're like he's so dynamic. You want to run down these roads, but at the same time, like I don't know him, right? So I no, I, you're I, just I, chasing after him. Yeah. So I'm kind of chasing after him, but I'm also kind of pausing because I don't know him from Adam except for what I you know like I've heard him on Rogan. Come to be introduced. Oh no, I emailed him cold, and he said yes. He's just he's that so, kind of guy. He is that so kind of guy. Cool. And he did it. He's doing a thing at the range this Saturday. You should go. Tim, Tim, it's me. We did a podcast together. Tim, over here. Over he's here. doing like a shooting thing. At he the is. Range. Yeah, Grant posted about it. He's, um, but he, uh, he came out. We did Spies Like Us. And we're just, we're chatting. And I remember my buddy Bobby was like, dude, what's that look on your face? And I said two things. I go, one, I've never met a more energetic and entertaining person that could not just kill me with his pinky, but break my pinky off and kill me with it. Mm-hmm. And Bobby looked at me and he's like, what? I go, dude, I mean, the, the guy's a, a, just a hero uh, on all standards across the board. And now he's got that crazy show. He's, I think he's doing season two soon where it's hard to kill. Harder he, to kill, yeah. Yeah, where all he does is he's like, oh, that person lived. So this one guy crashed an airplane in Ant- Antarctica and then um, had to swim underwater get the stuff in the freezing cold, swim out, get on a floating piece of ice, paddle with his hands that, you know, almost fell off to the land, and then shack up and wait for people to come rescue him. And Tim's like, I think I can uh, redo that. Hmm. Oh, for sure. And he crashed a plane into the water in Antarctica and went live, relive, relived the whole thing. He was like, yeah, that was fun. He did 10 of those. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and that's still exactly. still active but military. Yeah, then, and he's like, and in between, I'm going to go fly to some foreign country and kill a terrorist. Because the country hired me to, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's my job. It's I my just job. people. Just, just get them. I bet I could crash a plane. I don't think I could that's... do that, right? I think I'd pussy out there. <laughs> like, what? Oh, yeah. I actually flew it perfectly. <laughs> yeah. I'd people on, the, on time <laughs> to their destination and be like, sorry guys, I meant to crash today, but The only time they let you behind a plane is so you can crash it and then you end up flying perfectly yeah. because of fear of death. That's right. He has no fear of death. 
He hit his daughter with him, who's a, a stud water polo player. Uh, yeah. Yeah, stud water polo. I'm like, I'm in the room. <laughs> Listen, I'm always the least athletic person in the room, but I'm really at the low end of the totem pole here when it uh, comes to you know, <laughs> superior <laughs> athleticism and people across the board. Uh, so He is more athletic than most people could ever even dream to be. Yeah, and by accident. But it's also because his like mentally he's just so solid. Yeah, he's an interesting dude. That that whole on it, Jim. That that group that's over there. I'm very thankful for the community that is in that gym. You know, that's a, that's a much better word, community, because they really are supportive of one another. And I mean, like-minded people attract like-minded people, and the gym has really grown. And yeah, it really is a community of people now that. Like, I was in there this afternoon and got there a half hour early for my training session and saw most of the people that if I had a problem that I would call. That's awesome. See, and we do that. And then we dive into getting really weird together. You guys have have no idea how close I am with my mall walkers crew. All right. I mean, I think anytime I need something, Blanche is like, I got it for you. She's got it for you. She says, I've got it for you, young man. I mean, I, next I, time you come around, <laughs> got you. Yeah. if you pass me too fast, though, on the left, and don't say coming up on the left, I'm going to trip you. Stick. <laughs> <laughs> just, just running relays. Just running relays. I want to go in there and just, just do runner's gear and just jog. Remember what this feels like? Ha Actually, I can't really run. People do that when it's too cold outside. They run in the mall? Mm-hmm. So just run outside. Mm. Stop being a bitch. Run outside. Seriously. Mm. Run. Get out there. You're also from, well, now you've acclimated to Texas weather. And I'm from Montana. It's still not cold out. I went the other day, dropped my kid you off at school. You snow on a regular basis. Yeah. I dropped you know, my kid off. snow here? I was in a t-shirt and shorts walking Harper to school. And this dad walked. He was like, you're just showing off now. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, t-shirt, shorts. I'm like, dude, I got to go to the gym after this. And I'm not going to bundle up. To walk my kid three blocks, like we park, we go through the forest. She's like, let's go through the forest. It's a trail. Let's go through the forest. I'm like, sure. Then we step inside. I mean, she's bundled up because she's a little person, but she's, you know. Like in this movie? Just pretty close. (laughs) She's in the 97th percentile of height for her age. Everyone's like, is she a first grader? I'm like, she's in kindergarten. Special? I'm like, no, she'll kick your ass. Fuck you. (laughs) She's just just so much taller than everyone else. I was getting a lot of side eye today when I was walking through the neighborhood and my leggings and my sports bra like, <laughs> hair down like i'm gonna go walk to get my coffee at elizabeth street i'm gonna walk home and lots of side eye this lots morning of side eye. but it was beautiful the sun was shining and the it was clear skies and in the 60s and i knew i'd be hot if i wore anything else so it was nice out this morning it was beautiful i just got side at the gym I was like you gonna break another bike Maybe fuckers. <laughs> I just might dare dare me. Fuck that. You. If you did it every time you went, like how many would you? Is it two bikes before they would be like, you can't you fucking spend here anymore, man? All right, you can't. Do you think my membership just goes up two grand? <laughs> yeah. Like what happened, uh, bro? You broke thirty bikes. <laughs> just a pile of Jason bikes in the corner. You know why. <laughs> So we've got a spin sign up because there's only two bikes. First, God damn it, he's here. We're going to be down to one bike. What happened? It's just an aerobics no, class not, next week. Not, it's just, just, just people in chairs. Pretend. Pretend. Just pedal. Yeah, you can do it. 
Uh, I'll just make a note to not invite you to my spin class. I want to do it. No, I want to do it. I'm excited. <laughs> I did. Um, I, I did what I think is for for almost a 45 year old man. I think I did a good workout today. I warmed up with 200 squats. Look at that. That the, that's an approving nod. Okay. Not looking for you for an approving nod. Um, You're not. That's it's a lot November. Of squats. Yeah. Did you do them all like? I did, all in one? Or I did, did 60, 20 push-ups, 50, 20 push-ups, 40, 20 push-ups, 30, 20 push-ups, 40, 20 push-ups. I have some fun workouts for you. Yes. Mm. And then I did a leg workout where I did uh, extensions and hamstrings and, uh, and lunges. Wait, and so when are stuff. you going to come to a wand class? Well, whenever I'm invited. I guess we have to bring you in the, at the beginning of the year for the barbell class because he's not going to teach in December. But... Today I'll was listen. his last class. I watched it. Yeah, happen. I saw. I saw the other it day. It was cardio with a side of barbell today. So I saw the other day. Jenna did like two barbell classes. I was like, what yeah, are you she doing? went at seven a.m. and then went to barbell at eleven. Yeah. Hey, calm down. I went on a hike and then went to a spin class and then went to on it. It's a really aggressive day for both of us. Yeah. I wonder guys. what she has going on this weekend. She just got back from the beach, so she's got that new line. Well, I mean, but I mean, what does she have coming up that she needs to be that crazy about fitness for? I don't know. Crazy about fitness. That's a, that. That would be a fun jazzercise band name. If you just did eighty, if you did eighty covers doing jazzercise, lip syncing to eighty covers, I think you could be that crazy about fitness. I was listening to um, Adam Ray's podcast. He did one with Dylan Francis the other day. Who's Dylan Francis? He's a DJ. Oh, nice. Um, like a DJ like Jason like, Dick, or a DJ like Wiki 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 Like has a residency at Hakkasan DJ. Oh, he's oh wow, he's professional. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's really funny. Like, I recommend the podcast. I'll send it to you later. Please do. But um, they were talking about I I don't remember what the situation was that Dylan was talking about. But their band name that they kept referencing through their entire podcast was Jody Foster for a second. What's yes, that was their band name or Jody Foster for a minute. Um, it was. I think he had said that he had done a lot of mushrooms or maybe it was acid or something and he just <laughs> some I don't remember the context but I remember the band name and it was hysterical. Uh, do you do any uh, drug type things, young lady? Uh I mean recreationally. Expand your mind, do the yeah. things, have the fun. That's uh I forgive me, that's sort of the on it way, isn't it? Um I wouldn't say on it as a whole, no, but I think that there definitely are a good group of people there that do like to um, expand their consciousness a little bit more and use those things right, as a right, way right. to tap into that. We're out of Prosecco. We're out of Prosecco. I talked into the Talk beer on that one. That's all right. Talked into the beer on that one. I love this. I love this part of the movie as we're talking about. And trust me, this is going to come full circle. I know, Jason Dick knows. I know how to tie weird things together. But, Without outlines. Yeah. So we just um, knew this would happen. Kate, Kate Beckinsale, uh, and we invites her family over because she's pregnant. She's gonna. She's gonna marry Matthew McConaughey, and she's still got the choker on from two nights ago. God bless her. But she's in purple. She hasn't gone home. She hasn't Ooh. gone home yet. She's got the same hairdo. She just changed her dress. That's all that's different. Oh, the pom poms are a little less spread out. They're a little, yeah. You can tell by the hug, it's relationships not going to last. Foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. But That's she like inter- a, I like you for now. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sidearm hug and then do that weird kiss, that top to bottom kiss. 
Not that eye to eye kiss. That, by the way, that's always, in my mind, that's a relationship killer. The top to bottom kiss. The I'm on the side, I'm going to give you a little, like, I'm going to kiss you on the cheek and maybe kind of hit your lips kiss. That's, that's the, that's I mean, that's European friendship. Yeah. That's how you say hello. That's how you, you're like, by the way, we're just buddies, right? We're going to fuck other people. We're buddies. I mean, I have friends that are married that, like, that's just a hello as a kiss on the lips. So a person that I'm in a relationship with kind of kissing me on the side of my mouth, not okay. Not okay. Yeah. yeah. Warning flag right there. There have been so many red flags here. This relationship should have been over at the beginning of the film. <laughs> when, when he's turning down blowjobs. Like, what was the last time I, he turned down like a blowjob? Yeah, it's like, like it, whole, it was in a past life. It was, see, <laughs> it was in a nightmare. The whole thing, though, could be just her... Going like in a dream sequence, reliving all the past, and then the beginning of the movie is actually how it ends. She's like, "Oh, he doesn't want to blow a job. It really is over." She just she took and he a walks nap. out on her, and that's it. And this is just the the dream part. Yeah, I like her mom's reaction though. So she looks at her and she's like, "You could have told me." That's she's some like, good side eye. That's what I got this morning. A little side like, eye. Like <laughs> this bitch. Like girl, put a shirt on. <laughs> First of all, yeah. Let me live my life. Uh, one in Austin, you're gonna tell me when to put a shirt on. You you go to any one of the public pools and tell the 15-year-old girls that are running around topless to put a shirt on. Listen, we're and, in Bullen Creek. It's the it's supposed to be the old rich hippies and then all yeah. these new people and getting side-eye from the old people that are pushing their dog around in a stroller. Oh, so. you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Pop should, your spleen, okay, asshole. Should you push dogs around in strollers? No, you need to put I the... do not understand it. No, you don't. I, I guess I've never had an animal that has been in a condition to where they could not walk themselves and be outside. So maybe you want that for them and that's the situation. But I don't get it. I think it looks silly. It's almost as silly as people walking their cats. I mean, I, you know, mm-hmm. oh, first. But Ross Bennett got this giant chicken and he has a harness for it and he can take it out places. It's like going to be three foot tall at least. A three foot tall chicken? Yeah. That's like a peacock or a turkey or something, man. That's not like a chicken to me. I don't know how you take that around without... Ter- I mean... He, when you say he got this chicken, like... So he, 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 like, he, like, he adopted like he it, he rescued he, it from no, a chicken fighting ring. From Kentucky Fried Chicken. And they're like, we're going to fry this one. He's like, no! Is it Foghorn and Leghorn? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say, I say, I say, I just been rescued. <laughs> Put a harness on the balls, we're going to walk around town. I say, I'm going to walk around town. That's a really good chicken leg. <laughs> I didn't realize through this whole film, uh, we just found out, uh, Matthew married? McConaughey and her are not only getting married, but they're Jewish. His little people family is Jewish. Mine are is there, Bridget wait, the Midget Porn Star. What's on the other, er, her normal size family on the other side of the aisle? I they're Catholic. See. One's Catholic, one's Jewish. I was, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I don't think you guess, follow guess, that outfit. Must not be working. It's not for working you. Out. Guess who? Uh, guess who now got um, braids in his hair? Hey, Peter. <laughs> hey, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Do you think he looks back on this? He's like shitty French accent, little person. But I got to make out with Patricia Arquette. Uh, did this work for me? Did it? I don't know. I mean, they both braided their hair. I mean, I'm, I'm not mad at it, surprisingly. Is she wearing a happy birthday thing in her... Is she pregnant? Yeah, she's pregnant. This oh, that's what oh, we yeah. talked about at the beginning yeah. of the movie. She's also pregnant with a little person. We don't know that yet. Trust me. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> she's pregnant with a... That's why it doesn't show that much. It oh, is uh I see. Oh, she's doing that cute 90s daisy in her hair thing. Yeah. Does she have a choker on at the wedding? Probably. I mean, she's big into chokers. 
Were you big into chokers? No, that but they came back a couple of years ago. They did the the lace ones. The just like the tie. Yeah. Know? Not like actual lace, like Victorian lace. <laughs> <laughs> no, actual Victorian lace, please. <laughs> okay, she's not wearing a choker. Well, that's good. Oh, such a bad kiss. Were chokers for like the slutty girls? <laughs> or, or horny? I don't know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> judging totally, judging, judging people totally. based on how they're choosing to dress themselves, <laughs> just by their neck. Oh, I see. Or, oh. move to Portland to get herpes. <laughs> Mouth herpes. <laughs> Mouth herpes. You get your gun herpes syphilis somewhere else, young lady. Keep this town pure. The love of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Get that choker off. Yes. You. Um. So one of the um interesting things when I was doing research on this film, one that's a bad fake baby bump. Um, uh, that dress bad. is so see through. That's also not good. Uh, but um, I'm just saying, <laughs> just saying it. it's very see-through. Uh, I mean, it's your wedding day, girl. Like modesty. I think if we've learned one thing, I mean, we all thing, know that you've had sex, but <laughs> but now now to flaunt it in the eyes of the Lord on this special special day, He knows He sees everything. All right, well, especially when you I got mean, rejected by the Lord. Always knew it was always His plan. It was always His plan. Hmm. Isn't that a weird thing? I, I you know, and I have Dude, some. Nothing I, is predestined. Everything oh, is already, already predetermined planned. for you. It's already planned. And and by the way, I have I have some pastor friends, and so and I think they listen sometimes because they always give me a look. And I go I, to church I on Sundays. I love conversation about all of this because I grew up in a Baptist household and then went oh. to non-denominational Christian, and yep. I still like definitely consider myself to be a Christian, but I think everything is connected and it's all about like everybody believes in a higher power and like this greater goodness for the most part and like something that drives you to do good at the end of the day and whatever you call that is what you call it but if the end of the day if we all believe in goodness and doing the right thing and being the best version of ourselves then why can't we all live like and coexist together well i mean i i I, that comes that was beautiful that was beautiful and i beautiful and i agree i mean it comes down to it at the very core whether you're here or somewhere else in the world, I just got Burning Man on your asses. You did, <laughs> but you mean, we got, we you know stop naming schools and stop doing this. I mean, you can look at you can look at grade school where I joke around with my kid and I go pick her up at Mills Elementary, like, and they're the mountain lions, the Mills mountain lions, and I go, oh look at you, you little spitting kittens, and my daughter gets mad. She goes, we're not spitting kittens, <laughs> mountain lions. We're the best school in town. I like it. And I'm just like, I like okay. that pride. But that pride also creates that pride in my religion's that right, division, yours is wrong. Though. That division. Yeah. Horns up, horns down. <laughs> hey, like, I mean, friendly competition is great. Friendly competition is great. Unfortunately, the human mind rarely knows friendly competition. It knows when. And it can start as friendly competition, but it, it is a rare group of friends that have friendly competition that even if it goes overboard, can't come back. It's, that's a rare group. It is. If you do a friendly competition, and let's say you're a new friend of Tim Kennedy's, and you're like, I'm going to do a friendly competition, I'm going to work out with you every day. And Tim's but a competitor. when you introduce friendly competitions, I think you do that in an environment where you know your audience and the person that, like, if you're shit-talking I think smart, or if you're, I think like, smart people do. Things, like, you would do it in, a, in an arena where you know that it's not going to be the end of things. Like, it truly is friendly competition, not actual competition. I think smart people think that way. I think 90% are dumb people. And they just go, well, I'm going to do this competition because I think I can win. Well, because that's a lack of self-confidence and needing someone to validate you. Mm -hmm. That that goes a lot deeper than competition. Oh, I agree. But I think that goes right back to the point of, of, of religion, that it goes back to 
uh, I mean, the whole point of, of, of Christianity in, in, in my mind in a lot of ways, and there's some pastor friends of mine who are going to pull their hair out and go, you've got it wrong. But the main teaching is, hey, you're broken. You're not good enough. You're damaged. You're full of this, that, that, and the other. That's just how God likes you. Now he's going to fix you and build you. And, and that, but, but, but they say that like we're, it, we're all sinners and that we're going to continue to sin and like ask for forgiveness, but you're already forgiven. You're already forgiven, but you're broken. I mean, is there, is that not the same methodology if you go watch from, and this is our generation, Jay, on HBO, which you probably made your mom get for the work overtime, an extra couple of hours a week. I made her sell her shoes. <laughs> Just to get HBO. She had to go to both of her jobs barefoot so that I could watch HBO and, and Cinemax. And Cinemax. <laughs> Heaven forbid. But uh, HBO, I mean, they did that, that Pimps Up, Hose Down. Series. Oh, I, I, I've watched Pimps Up, Hose Down. But yeah. that was pimp talk to the ladies. To get them to do things was, you're so beautiful, but you're broken. You're just missing this, that, and the other. And it was building you up, but tearing you down. Building you up a little bit, but making sure you know your place. You're a sinner. You're broken. You're wrong. But it's okay. I can still use I you. I think that's the church as a business, not the church as a religion. I think religion and business are the same thing. I think when you introduced religion to state, that's when it became that way. But I yeah. don't think that it was meant to be that way from the beginning. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Sybil, do you know Pimps Up, Hose Down? I do not. <laughs> but speaking of HBO, it's going to be totally worth it when True Detective comes back. Ty is Island it? Matthew McConaughey. Hold on. Is it going to... Simpson almost got cast in a role Stop. in that. Stop. And he told me all about the plot of it, and it's going to be fucking fantastic. Are you? Because the last one, I couldn't finish. Well, you know that he finish. did an NBC. They have their like streaming network. He's on a show that they did. It What's like, started name? airing in September. Like I think it's already aired. I didn't know. It's all about the journey of this dollar through this town. It's very, very interesting concept. Wow. Yeah, it's very Who are the new true detectives? Because, yeah, I remember McConaughey. Oh, so it, every season is a completely different concept. And right. I believe this one yeah, is this... actually set in the Ozarks. And I think it's coming out in February. But, hey, April, Game of Thrones last season. I don't watch Dragon Anybody? Anybody? Yeah, anybody? I haven't, I haven't no, got, I haven't you're killing me, guys. I haven't caught the fever at all. I mean, I love Ozark. I like the first season of True Detective. The second, the second season one was, was garbage. It was garbage. Who garbage. was opposite McConaughey the first season? Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. And the second season, was, they tried to go amazing. Vince Vaughn. And, yeah. uh, and they had like Rachel McAdams in it. And they have the guy that was on Friday Night Live. He yep. was here in Austin. And, Kyle uh, Chandler? Or no, you're talking about the young kid. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What's that kid's name? I can't remember his yeah, name right yeah, now. Yeah, it's yeah. slipping my mind. That, uh, that guy. Hopefully he's listening to this podcast. This is uh, he drives is this Sam Donaldson screening his own. <laughs> 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 so I don't know if we talked about this yet. Uh, uh, Who's filming so, it? So, well, no, no. So when we did uh, Roadhouse, Jason kept calling Sam, Sam Elliott. Elliott Sam Donaldson, and I'm like. Three beers, three crowns in, and I'm like, I think that guy, I think Sam Donaldson is a journalist, Jason. He's like, that guy's Sam Donaldson, right there. We're talking about maybe he played a journalist in a movie. I don't know. (laughs) All right, whatever you say. And then, yeah, I leave and I'm like, Taylor Kitsch is his name. Taylor Kitsch. Kitsch. There you go. He drives Uh, an amazing motorcycle. Like, if you ever run into him in town at Joe's or Juice Land, that bike. 
Uh, so later I Google it and I'm like, yeah, that guy's definitely Sam Elliott. I get, I get a text. Sam <laughs> a text with a picture. It's but, Sam Elliott. I'm like, oh, uh, potato, potato. But he is in... IMDB app on your yeah. phone. Makes nope. things. <laughs> He's in A Star is Born, my favorite movie of like a million years. Are you loving it? I love it. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> every time I, he he's in a scene, I'm like, Sam Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> I text Jason. I text Jason after I'm leaving a Star Wars part. I go, Sam Donaldson did such a great job in a Star Wars part. He's like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Did y'all see the Queen movie yet? No, I haven't uh, seen it yet. Bohemian Rhapsody, I have not I seen I really it. want to see it. I'm a huge Queen fan. I mean, Freddie Mercury is everything. Freddie Mercury is a rock. And the fact that um, Mr. Robot, the transformation uh, yeah. that he did for that film is just incredible. It was awesome. Uh, I watched a behind-the-scenes thing that HBO did, a first look, talking about how he had to adjust to the teeth and that he had a um, a movement coach instead of, like, they brought in originally a choreographer and then hired a movement coach for him. Wow. So he completely became that character. They were even interviewing the guys in Queen. And they yeah. were saying, like, he was Freddy, like, everything. Like, it was very, I very, uh, I um, want to go see it. The We Will Rock You, even the yeah. Queen musical has been, was very I, good. So. I mean, I, listen, I like Queen's music. I think it's great. Real quick question for you, tie it back to the movie. Uh, what's your take on hot tubs? Hot tubs? <laughs> yeah. Like, if someone says, hey. Like, the hot tubs outside of the teepees in Martha? Or no, no. Like, hot tubs in hotel rooms in Vegas? No, <laughs> hot tubs, hot tubs in hotel rooms and, and uh, hot tubs in, and when someone's like, hey, uh. We're gonna have a dinner, and then maybe a, a, have some people over, and then we're all getting in our hot tub. Um, Pretty sure. First pause, like, why the dirty. fuck do you have a hot tub? <laughs> Not clean. I Not don't clean. trust hot tubs. No spas. Do you trust spas? <laughs> spas at someone's home? Yeah, like like a. See, I don't know. I think it depends on the person. How dirty is that person? Are they keeping their shit clean? That's a good. That's a good question. So we're at the point now where. Um, they have split up. Kate Beckinsale has actually wait. But she for, had her baby. And now they have split up. She's had the baby. It's a little person baby, and she is now hanging out with his brother and our French friend. Where is he? We don't know where he is. But oh, he, this is what I find very he interesting. Out. Bad, he, bad on you, Matt. Bad. So she let. She, no, he's staying. She walked out, and he's let her go. But they're uh, here's the weird but she's thing. With his family, they're all drinking wine and hanging out including her, and she's about to breastfeed. And they ask her, he's like, how can you breastfeed? Are you not drinking and drunk? And she goes, I'm not drunk, maybe a little bit, but the baby likes it. Yeah. I'm just like, mm, hard I'm pause. I'm sure women were doing that for years and years, years and years and only recently. Like, and also really Patricia Arquette is within five feet of this baby just smoking. Yeah. I'm more concerned about the cigarette smoke than I am about the wine. This is not a... And, and now let's now what I want you to do is start actually watching the film and notice. But she still has the braids. Yeah, the dirtiest, stinkiest hair. Yeah, how long? Around. How often do you have to update those? Like, it seems Peter like it's the same braids. Got his braids out. Got his out. She still has her braids from Burning Man. But look how fake the baby is when she pulls this baby out oh. to breastfeed it. It's and and her poor attempt at pulling her breast out to breastfeed it. It looks She's, like he has the Facebook logo on his shoulder. I think he does. <laughs> He's like, uh, by the way, the future. Yeah. Now watch this. Watch, so her, the watch, watch her grab this baby. Just watch her. Doesn't even grab it by the head. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Wow. What and then look at that. She's just like, murmur. He's like, are you not drunk? By the way, she's like, maybe a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It's okay. 
Your girlfriend was smoking while my baby was breathing. Carcinogenics in the air. Like, didn't even have a blanket pulled over the... <laughs> no, nothing. What's the movie uh, that... Will... Oh, it's American Sniper, where the baby is so, like, desperately fake. And, oh, uh... Bradley oh, Cooper, yeah, yes. that was Yeah, bad. why do... I guess it's got to be, like, a, an insurance-type thing uh, for the production, because that why... Also just get a just fucking baby! Acting. Like, surely... The... <laughs> yeah, man, she could... She could have... <laughs> just bad. Can we reshoot this, Tom? Should've... I'd like to grab the baby by the head. Should have got a, a movement coach to teach her. on this set have ever had an infant that, like, even in editing, you the director watches it back, and they're like, oh, yeah, that looks good. Yeah. The baby's head would be broken. Like, the yeah. neck would be broken. No. Yeah. You pick bad up and you... Right, right, right as it's starting to come up, you scoop the back oh, of the head. Oh, now, now, now it's a real baby. What do you think the royalty checks are for this baby? For tiptoes? See, that's what I'm. I'm like, what, how cost prohibitive is a baby? Just get a real baby. Why did you have to fake baby? Patricia Arquette, she's leaving. She's out of town she's out. in her bell bottoms I... with her stinky hair. <laughs> I'm glad you're gone, Patricia. You get out of here with your braids. You can wash. You can't wash that hair like that. It's like Burning Man's once a year for a couple of weeks. Right? You can't. You saw the, like, Katarina, like, it's a thing. You get braids before you go to Burning Man or you get, like, cornrows because of all of the dust or you just wear wigs the whole time because you can't wash your hair while no, yeah, you're she out does. there. I, there's, there's no Please. greater joy in the, the crazy things that sometimes Katarina posts. There's no greater than me commenting and having her, like, we have this, I, she's like, nice one. <laughs> she says, like, <laughs> she's like, okay. You hear it in yeah. her like very interesting Russian American oh. Texan accent, and it's just beautiful and sweet, and it just it's hilarious. I just look and I'm like, I say something, and she responds back, and I just hear her voice doing it. And I just start laughing. I mean, I really love when she comes to class, and I try and work out behind her because you're just like, this girl is so lovely and so funny. And you That's know exactly why people try to work out behind. Her. I mean, I, I really just like to look at her ass and like motivation. <laughs> motivation. motivation. And she does that thing. She was like, I was gone for two weeks, and I'm so sorry, Instagram, but I'm gonna post more. I'm like, why are you apologizing? You went and enjoyed life in Portland. Drink some beer, have some fun, travel. Ooh. Fuck Instagram, you're fine. And she's like, thank you, Jason. And I'm like, swear to God, fuck the those people. The sweetest person. I've, like, the sweetest person. We have dedicated like 10 Russian listeners after her. Oh, that's so wonderful. It's hilarious. Uh, Pakistan, Russia, Afghanistan, Brazil, Mexico. I think I'm going to try and Thailand, talk Sri Lanka? to crashing the chive Christmas party with me next week. She's a she's a chive model. Won't she do that? I mean, does she yeah, do that but anyways? I mean, it's like their employee Christmas party. Are you an employee of chive now? No, I'm not an employee of chive. <laughs> I just know when it's happening, and I think that she and I need to go and crash this event. I don't think John or Leo would be mad. It's you know it's we know it's funny, Jay's. We don't get offered to crash the chive <laughs> Christmas party. No, there was no offer yeah. to come crash the party. I no, just, I'm just saying when you're searching for people, Katrina, and I understand why she comes out, but I just. One, I think maybe we drink too much. They were very. Uh, I, I've I mean, been do to... you want to come to a thing with me tonight? Do you want to do like all the drinks and the art? I would love to, but I'm solo with uh, with the midget. Ah, you want to bring the midget to preacher gallery at six? <laughs> she would love that. She'd be like, "Woohoo!" She, she would have so much it. fun. She loves people. She loves going out and doing those things, though. That is that's my my daughter in a nutshell, which I which I do love. She loves life. She does. If we could all look at eyes, like look at life through the eyes of a child. We would she so loves life until I punish her. Last night she wouldn't eat her peas. And she's like, Dad, if you put on a My well, Little peas Pony. peas are gross. They are gross. Don't, Harper, don't listen. Uh, but she's like, if you put on a My Little Pony, I'll eat them. 
Fresh so like, steamed peas. Don't the canned peas? No. No, no we no, do them no. fresh. I do the sweet peas fresh. And okay. she's like, okay. And then I'm like, Harper, you gotta eat your peas. I'm sitting next to her. I'm like, hey, eat them. She's like, no, no, no. And she's like, not eating them. So I just turn it off. I pick it up. I go, guess who's not making gingerbread houses tonight and going straight to bed? And she's like, why? I said, didn't eat your piece. She starts crying and she's like, this is horrible. I go, it's going to get worse if you keep sassing me. She's like, what? I, I love mean, that you use, if you're going to sass me. You sass me. Don't sass me. Wow. <laughs> don't, don't sass me. We got problems. And she's like, fine. I go, but hey, you're not getting out of homework. You're not going to, you're not going to sass me and be dumb. We're doing homework. I made her read her books. So seriously, as an adult, people don't ever call women sassy. But as a child, like, this word sass comes out all the time, and then you somehow grow out of it. But I think women are super sassy, and why don't like, we use that word anymore? I think it's very Southern. It is very, I think it's very Southern in, in some ways. I think it's a, it's a thing that... It's a colloquialism. Would, yeah, and also it's like, there, there's a thing about, there's an innocence to it that sass. Like... At some point, no, you sassy. You sassy. You know, <laughs> like it, it. when you when you're older and you have meaning to it, you're on you're fire, right? Like, you, oh, you're uh, you, you're right. putting me on fire. Oh, you're putting me on blast. Like you you're owning what you're saying. She doesn't know exactly how to own what she's saying right now. So okay, a I, see the, I see the difference. I see the difference. But yeah, Matthew McConaughey's visiting his child. Oh, uh, look, he's back. If you um. If you had, more if you golf had a, shirts. You know, she's got more golf shirts and she's got camouflage Still the hair on. with the red. How is it still, like, hmm. what hairstylist has she found out there in the boonies that's going to keep her hair that red? How do you know Gary Oldman's not doing her hair? <laughs> good point. He's a very good hairstylist. That's not easy to pull off. We, don't, we know that he's a, in this movie, he's a world-famous journalist who gets reprinted in the Chicago Sun-Times, which at this time, Siskel and Ebert, I believe, were still alive and kicking. And one of them, who the one who got mouth cancer, who had his jaw removed, like had his whole like internal mouth removed, and it got plastic. He got it all fake and put back. Yeah. After that happened, and I want your take on this because I wouldn't buy it. But after that happened, he wrote a cookbook. <laughs> don't or, don't laugh. But, don't. Okay, so, okay let, let's play. Let's play a game let's here. Let's play a game Maybe. here called. He couldn't taste it. But maybe they were things that he really enjoyed when he uh, did was able to really enjoy food, and so then he, yeah. uh, the you know, when you lose a sense, they say that your other senses take over for that one, and so maybe his creativity was up, and he was like, "I want to share these things with people." Is it like, something that I enjoyed? When wasn't I could. Beethoven deaf? One one of yeah, those motherfuckers was, was deaf, uh, and just played from the. They'd feel the vibrations. Did I just make that up? No, Add that no, to no, Beethoven's no, no, Wikipedia right. page. Right. That sounds someone, good. someone had that. And that's how the Beach Boys made their song, Good Vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <so. laughs> a golf shirt never looks like that on me. Jay, you like to golf. Yeah, man. Are you do you do you wear know. the proper golf attire? Are you in slacks and a golf shirt out there? <laughs> uh, it's too hot in Texas. It depends on where I go. I uh, actually these shorts that I'm wearing today. Those are very are, nice shorts, by thank the way. you, my friend. I had to buy. I have a golf shorts. I have a fancy friend who lives. Uh, I don't know, out in fancy land, <laughs> but he's a member of Austin Country Club, and uh, invited me to uh, to go play out there, and but he said, hey. 
uh, you got you have to wear a collared shirt. And he's like, yeah, no problem. He's like, you have to tuck it in. And I was like, what? Get <laughs> the fuck front out of here. Why do you mean I have to tuck it in? Uh, and so, yeah, I went out and specifically bought a new uh, a new set of, a new outfit so that I could go hang with all the yuppie golfer types. Ooh, nice. so fancy. <laughs> but here, I'm going to find you the picture. But yeah, I'll tell you. I did, I, I, was it a pink shirt? It is pink. <laughs> yeah, I think you, you must have On seen Wednesdays, it. On Wednesdays, we were pink. On Wednesdays, Matthew McConaughey has it. I think I think he's got one of those bungee. What, what is it? One of those bottoms, or the little bungee, or whatever. Bungee. Oh, like a a cord. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yeah. See, that's a great shirt tucked in with the oh, with the shorts. Oh, looking yeah. so fancy. Don't I look like it's a hot pink shirt with, with the backwards hat? By the yeah. way, with these charcoal golf shorts for the ladies listening. Don't for, I for look the like, ladies listening? Don't I look like country club fair there? And like, yeah, I just blend right in. That's no problem, folks. I'm over here. They, they made me say like eight racist things before I got on the course as well, just to oh. make sure that they're like, okay, you're one of us. Can I tell you? So I had this problem. Uh, we were at uh, a person's house. In um, in Kentucky, and we're hanging out, we're having a good time, and I go in to watch the uh, the Duke game. I forget who Duke was playing. It was a very oh, they're playing Gonzaga, and they're down oh. by like fifteen. And this is a couple uh, days ago, yeah, and this is you know the the old boys club is in there, and they're like watch these, and then they start dropping in bombs, and so I so I leave, <laughs> so I walk away, and I look at my my wife, and I'm like we need to wrap it up, and she goes what? I go hey in the living room. I don't want Harper around this. They're they're dropping n bombs. Yeah, these are the same people who think if I open a beer in front of them, I'm going straight to hell because I'm drinking beer. Because a beer is an alcoholic's drink. But they don't have a problem dropping horrific language in front of my kid. So they say it again, and I'm like, all right, I can say something about this, or we can we can go. And she goes, no, no, I let for sure. Let's go. I don't need no. Let's go. Yeah. I'm like, all right, perfect. Yeah. I came home, I'm telling one of my neighbors this, and he goes, you just need a shirt that says every time someone drops an N-bomb, I get to open a beer and just come with two 24-packs. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. Anytime someone says the N-word, yeah. I get to have a beer guilt-free. And they have a, they have a, a downtown, so my, I was working during uh, the Christmas break, uh, or during... Uh, Thanksgiving break, and you know my wife's tooling around with her family. They drop me off at a coffee shop. There's only one downtown. It has Wi-Fi, but after three or four and hours, you have to use the coins like in Mexico. Oh shoot, I wish. But after after three or four hours, they kind of kick me out. They're like, it's time for you to like go to another store somewhere. And there's a but brewery. You don't have an internet cafe. <laughs> exactly. So what do I do? And like, there's a brewery, the the place that serves beer right across the street. They oh. like, you ask the manager, they do Wi-Fi. I was like, I got a couple conference calls. Fantastic. So I just pack this is up. going to turn into another you, me, Chad, Austin, beer works day. <laughs> but I'm working all the time. I'm doing, I'm like having calls with yes, Taiwan. It is always business when we are drinking beer. How, like how we conduct successful business is beyond me. This is fantastic. It, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so here's my favorite part of the movie. Not just, I mean, listen, the end is never my favorite part because that means we have to say our goodbyes and the beginning and was the best the beginning is always the best but this is my favorite part of the movie um, so you're going to snatch her throat out because I'm not going to be ready for that, <laughs> <laughs> that <I'm gonna> <laughs> I love I love plot, the pl- plot twist plot twist this is Roadhouse 2 okay I lied it's not tiptoes it's Roadhouse 2 and <laughs> little people are taking over the world okay Gary Oldman look she's short now Gary well she's sitting and Gary's standing on the steps but they're oh, looking they're outside <laughs> 
They are, they are doing their version of Burning Man. There's a campfire. The baby is nowhere to be found. And look at, look, at, look at her drink him in with her eyes. Up and down. Whoa. Up and down. Whoa. And he's like, what? He's like, look, his shirt's unbuttoned a lot. He's like, you know, you can kiss me if you want. Yeah, I did that right on cue. Don't that worry, was, about, don't worry was, I practiced that last night. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Bam! Little people... Steal, the, Gary Oldman just stole Matthew McConaughey's girl. Maybe a divorce. Yeah, I'm. I know I'm supposed to know much better than this uh, by this point in the movie. Go ahead. What is the relation to Gary Oldman and that's his, his? That's his twin brother. What in Matthew McConaughey? It's his twin brother. Yep. Holy Didn't you shit. see the hair? Well played. Wait, and that's how the that's movie ends. The ends. <laughs> What the fuck is, what the fuck is going so on? So many questions, and Listen. I think that's mostly because we talked through the movie. Yes, uh, cast Gary Oldman, Peter Dinklage, Kate Beckinsale, Wait, Matthew McConaughey, Patricia Arquette, Rolf, Maurice, Carol, Steve, Rolf. Lucy. That's Debbie Lee Carrington is Kitty. Bobby Barry. Oh, this is just a great cast. I mean, if, you're, if you're doing a movie, this is the movie you do. They 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 got the maid in there. <laughs> the photo double, Joe Griffo. Good job, Joe, with being a photo double. Um, my okay, so Ray Benson and I have become movie buddies, and we go see movies together. Okay, and you know Name he actually drop, went to he went to school to study film because he wanted to get into acting and directing. Now he's in the music industry, but anytime we go see something, we sit through the entire credits and watch all of the end credits. No way. Why? The entire thing to see like. All the people that worked on it, where it was filmed, see the music, see the composers, like all of it. We say through the very end of the movie. We are the last person to leave the theater. Hey, hey, the time. department head hairstylist. That's Tara Smith. She did well, a great job on Kate. Movie, so she did a great job show. on Kate. So they don't show the music until the very yeah, end. Yeah, that's at the end. So. And Ray's like, I just want to know who did that score in case we can work together. One it's one. true. Not so true, yeah. he actually sold Bismo. Did he? Yeah. Is he no, still no part more of it? He's recording all this stuff out of his home and dripping. So, I mean, inside downtown available studios, this, I mean, this is a functioning studio. This is one of the few. Brian Keene has one off of Old Tour in the backyard of the place that he owns. So that's two. It's weird for a music town. There's actually quite a a few studios that are hidden in this neighborhood that you would never know are there. See, that's what I like to hear. Honestly, because it, it is a weird thing. Um, Bobby, I just I've just known Bobby forever, and he records a lot of music in here. And he was like, "Oh, you can use it. Don't I don't care. Just use it. It doesn't get used as much as I as I want it to. So you use it." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "This is who's coming." He's like, "Fantastic. Thanks." He wants to. Um, so the um, upcoming for December, folks. Whiny bitches. Like, you missed my favorite part. <laughs> We're gonna do some of the greatest Christmas movies of I all really time. I really wanted to do Elf this week, guys. We, well, well, I'm I, coming I, back for Elf. I, here's I'm what I think. Here's what I think Elf. we need to do. And we, I'm well, gonna bring maple syrup and sugar and. Can we? Can we? Can we do this instead? Okay. I would. I'd like to do this instead. Maybe. <laughs> we'll just like, let me throw this by you. Let me okay. throw this by you. Let's do Elf. One of the three classics before Christmas. So it's Elf. It's Die Hard, and and it's Lethal Weapon. Those are the Lethal Weapon. Yeah, it takes place during Christmas. I look. I'm t- I'm team Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I accept. Yes, Lethal yes, Weapon. but I don't know about Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. First of all, Mel Gibson 
breaks up uh, a drug ring at at a Christmas at a Christmas tree stand. I like the, the fighting at the end. Ejecting. The fighting at the end. They they bust through the house. There's Christmas music playing in the background. Uh-huh. I still think that Home Alone would be a good one. Lots of lots of interesting things. And the Christmas story. We should do a Christmas story. Black and white. Can't it's a prestigious it. award. It's not black it's and white. It's not black and white. You're thinking of, are, you, are you thinking of a wonderful you life? Yes, I think. <laughs> Sorry. You'll shoot your eye out, Ralphie. <laughs> Sam Donaldson and I hate. Was, <laughs> just <laughs> for a second, I was thinking of like a sad young Jason who didn't have color TV. It's <laughs> just thought that a Christmas story was black and white till this day. He's never had TBS. Oh, <laughs> You know they show it for twenty four hours yeah. on Christmas Day. God bless. So, lethal weapon. We'll throw in one of your other crazy ones, whatever ones I haven't seen. But uh, if we're gonna do Elf. Just as crazy and fun as I just watched the thing with my daughter. I'll watch it as much as anyone wants. But I think... Um, Give me I, one real good Christmas movie. But I, No, we can do Elf. I'm, I want to do Elf. I love Elf. But I kind of want to do Elf on Mushrooms. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a hard sell. Okay. A hard sell. I, I, will, I will make that happen, Jason. Let's, but 100% let's do it. I will make that happen. Because I think that's going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys think we're not following the movie now... Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, okay, last I'm time, in. I'm in. so yeah, the last time I did uh, the the wonderful mushrooms, I was with uh, my good friend Dan, and he's like, "Hey, do you do mushrooms a lot?" And I'm like, "Nope." He goes, "Here, let's go easy. Cool. Just just take three grams." And I was like, "Fine." <laughs> so did, How did that go for you? Well, We're fantastic. gonna have to talk about this. So fantastic. So I go, I go to a meeting. It was during South by, and I'm like. <laughs> My feet are getting Mushrooms warm. Anonymous? Is Mushrooms that where you Anonymous? <laughs> My feet are getting warm. My head's getting cold. He's like, just look down. Make sure you're not wetting your pants. I'm like, that's a good question. <laughs> that is like so I look down. I'm like, a heroic like, okay. dose of mushrooms. What's that? That's very close to a heroic dose of mushrooms. Like you must have been really having some visuals going on. There was a lot going on. I could look at people and feel like I could just hear what they were saying. Well, there was a big hum in the background. You know where everything's chatting. vibrating. You can just yep. see energy off of things like acid. And then we went into a room. One wall was velvet. The rest were plexiglass. And we followed the person in. And I didn't know how to get Not out. Like a studio. <laughs> but this gal was delivering us beers. And it looked like she was walking through the wall each time. So I kept texting her. And I was just like, hey, can we get some more beers? And finally, she's like, Just we're, because you want to see her come through the wall. Yeah. Wall, and finally, wall, she was just like, uh, we're out of beer. And I go, I have one more question. Can, can you let us out? And she goes, you just go through the door here. I'm like, did you walk through the wall? <laughs> and Dan just... <laughs> Feeling the wall, he's like the wall's velvet. I'm like, not that wall, asshole. The wall. And we're where was this? This was at a co-working space. We're so just toasted. Like, were you in one of the uh, karaoke oh, rooms? Yeah. Oh, we were at Willy Wonka's like, Chocolate Factory. Oh, so are amazing. you sure that you were in a co-working space? No. But then <laughs> no. there was a band outside, and I just walked on stage and started singing with the guy. And the guy just grabbed the microphone with me. And he started. I'm like, we need to go in the audience. He's like, okay. And so we were singing through the audience with this wireless mic, but there was a lot of feedback. He's like, I, I got to go back up on stage. I'm like, okay, he goes, and he goes, he's like, I can't bring you. I'm like, that makes sense. I'm a horrible singer. And everyone starts applauding when I'm not up there. Like, hey, God! And then we're, this started at four. <clears throat> it's about 1130 midnight. We go back to Dan's house with uh, Chelsea. Do you know Chelsea Banks? Mm-hmm. So Chelsea's there. With I know one of, Yes. So Chelsea's there with one of her friends. And she's like, we want to do mushrooms. I'm like, let's do some more. Wait, and Dan's like, said this was during South by. Yeah, and it's so, when she came back for a week for South by. No, this was like this was years two ago. Two years this ago. Is, this is two three years ago. 
and because and she was living in Colorado already. This she's in uh, no, she's in uh, Reno now. Reno, yeah, I mean, Reno, but Maryland. she was in Colorado yep. then. And so we're hanging out, and uh, he's like, "Listen, let's just." And we haven't eaten, and we've just been drinking. And he's like, "Listen, let's just do a couple grams more, and we'll give the girls a couple grams." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm in." So we do a couple more, give the girls one, and then Dan's trying to hit on Chelsea's friend, and she starts throwing up, and I start laughing hysterically because Alex. because all I can think about is. Dan trying to make out with this girl. She's got puke breath. And your senses are so heightened with mushrooms that he's just... This is why you always carry a toothbrush around ladies. <laughs> and so, I'm like, it's in her nose. And I'm no, laughing. Not for the throw up, but just because you want to have Mendy fresh breath. Like, and I'm just... On, and I'm, just I'm laughing so hard. And Dan's holding her hair back. And she's, and, <laughs> oh, and she's being a gentleman. She's being a gentleman. So and nice. she's throwing up. She's like, I hate your friend. I'm sorry. And, I'm like, and Dan called me an Uber and just sent me home. <laughs> He's like, you're done. <laughs> He's like, I need you out of here. You're ruining it for everyone. I was like, well, that, that's your opinion, man. You can have it. <laughs> and then the Uber came. Right, He's like, Jason, your Uber's the, here. Like, the mushrooms versus acid is like, one's a synthetic and lasts for like 11 fucking hours and you really have to commit to it. Or you can do mushrooms and it's like three and a half, four hours and you're yeah. not going to have the, like, the next day where you're trying to recover from it. Yeah, no. I mean, I well, Jason Dick knows this. I've been that guy. I'll be that guy again. I don't get hangover, so I don't care. doesn't matter what oh I God take. God bless you. I just wake up the next day and feel great. Some kind of alien. I don't know what's going on. I think this is a conspiracy. <laughs> I send him videos. Do you, do you from, I send him videos from the gym. early in the morning? I send him uh, videos from okay, work. That, that is not proof that you're not just trying to work off the hangover before it sneaks up on you. Because I, I know... If I go to the gym and I go and sit in the sauna after I've been drinking and I've like taken charcoal and supplements the night before, I'm fine. Oh, I don't know what those things are. I'll, we'll do this. But the sauna is really key. Hydration. Well, and then sauna. we'll just we'll just this is a fun thing to do. The three of us will all get together. We'll go have a drinking night at Dirty Bills, and then you and I the next morning hook me up, and we'll go work out the next morning at Autumn. Okay. Bananas. Just Dirty Bills. We can go anywhere. I don't care where we go. I feel like this needs to be a bar crawl of like starting at La La's and then going to D Betty and Don's and then ending it dirty. That's fine. Jay, you down? Yeah, that sounds like. And a by the way, Contarina, okay. who admitted it again on Instagram, she owes. She's like, I'm like, if oh, I yeah. challenged you to a marathon and who could do 100 push-ups fastest, would you do it? She's like, Yeah. I'm like, Come out drinking with Jason Dick and I. She goes, That sounds hard. And I was like, God damn it, play like a champion. She's like, Fine. Okay, but you have to understand, when we all get together, it's it doesn't turn into a lot of drinking. It's moderate drinking because we're having too much conversation and too much fun with each other. Uh, we yeah. can fire up a lot of drinking. Well. <laughs> That's fine. We are professionals and yeah. we know how to, we know how to mix both, uh, where we just, we, we have a great time, drink as, and, and have a good time and have, and have fun. And at the same time, have great conversations, laugh a lot and have a good time. Folks, laugh a lot, have a good time. I like with it. With that, so well, thank you so much. Aw, thanks, guys. No, I really appreciate it. Uh, I know you've been traveling. Um, I leave tomorrow morning, seven. You leave tomorrow morning, seven a.m. What up, Dick Man? Uh, thank you. You know, um, I know you've gone through a lot the last couple of weeks. Oh, thank you, man. With uh, Silent J and everything, and then with Deb and everything that's going on there. You guys are a close knit family, so um, all of our dogs are dead. Yeah, my heart goes out Fuck. to you. Fuck. So with Thank that, you very much. And the message you sent me was very nice. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome, man. I love you guys. Uh, with that, folks, now is your favorite time of the podcast. Sometimes you just fast forward to this Ads. moment. Woo. <laughs> no. <laughs> Here is uh, my daughter singing about the first time she took a shit. Enjoy.